You're listening to Get With The Program, hosted by Pilar Adams. Get With The Program is a series, aka a conversation with myself, dedicated to storytelling, my sometimes arrogant opinions, and everything in between. Rest assured, we'll talk all about real life and culture, iconic moments, pet peeves, and some serious tea with P will be spilled. Hello, GWTP fam. I am so excited to be back on the mic. I'm sorry if I just burst your eardrums, but that is how we do. Today, I'm really excited. I just said excited twice and three times. But if you couldn't tell, that is the feeling I am feeling. So the repetition of words is a real thing right now. But today we are chatting about emotional vocabulary and reducing and eliminating that from your life. So you know how when I ask someone, how are you? And they go, fine. But they just had the worst day of their life and they're just sparing you. Slash, they don't understand why they're feeling what they're feeling. I'm going to get into that. Obviously, after I kick off with our top three news stories of the week and I went on a date, guys, and it was horrible. So you need to continue listening because I'm about to spill the goddamn tea. So firstly, I cannot go without acknowledging Chadwick Boseman, who lost his fight to colon cancer at 43. This hit me hard. And I just think that it's been so beautifully sad to see all of the content surrounding him and his legacy and just the selfless human that he was. I honestly think it's incredible that no one knew. I'm sure people knew, but the public did not know that he was fighting his battle to cancer. And I think he's a fucking trooper. Like, he did however many movies, including Black Panther, which is a fan and global favorite, And he also, I I saw some wholesome content about him visiting children who were diagnosed with cancer. Meanwhile, he had cancer himself. I just, that really hit me. And I'm like, what a beautiful human. And I think we can all learn something from the life that he lived because we are all blessed to be here today and to wake up breathing, you know, like we take life for granted. And I think with the deaths this year, with COVID, everything has just taught me especially that life is so fragile. Cherish the moments that you have with the people you love. Cherish the mistakes. Cherish the experiences, the adventures. It's getting emotional. I just had to put that out there. Okay? Then on Sunday evening, the VMAs went down. I love what MTV produces and what they put on. Um, I am an award show gal. I don't have cable, so I definitely watched the performances later that evening. They did say they were live. We use that term very loosely. I think people can understand that coronavirus has literally ruined everything and has introduced inconveniences, so things have had to change in the way that they are done, a.k.a. this award show. 
First off, the weekend's performance was insane. He already makes me weak just looking at him, but he was literally more than a thousand feet above ground in NYC, baby. If you're wondering the location, I was too. It was on the observation deck of the Edge Building at Hudson Yards. Must go there the next time I am in New York. After he won video of the year for Blinding Lights, which is a serious accomplishment. But when I watched Blinding Lights for the first time, I was like, whoa, like that was a trip and so well done. The production, the direction, like he's so meaningful in what he does and puts out there. And I think it's super interesting because some people obviously look at that and they're like, what is going on? I mean, that can be an initial thought, but then you watch it back quite a few times. And that's the interesting thing about trusting the creative process of artists. I don't think I can say the same for Justin Bieber's yummy music video, that creative direction. I did not understand. Okay, so I am a sane human. I would also like to acknowledge the weekend's speech. I thought it was so powerful. The fact that he called out justice for Jacob Blake and Breonna Taylor, like, he just knows what the fuck is right, what the fuck is up, and what the fuck is good, okay? And I loved Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga's performance. They slay every damn day. Mask on and everything. Like, they are such a powerful duo. You can find other performances from the VMAs by accessing it via Twitter, on YouTube. I'm sure lots of outlets on Instagram have linked these performances the worst and best dressed article is already up on batches. You know, there's a lot of content out there if you're remotely interested. If not, you just got the best recap. And then finally, a very minor update. The Bachelor Nation star Jeff Holm has confirmed that he is dating Francesca Farago from Too Hot to Handle. I don't know if you remember, but Too Hot to Handle came out a few months back when everyone was bored to death. Netflix seriously thrived with their releases between Tiger King and Too Hot to Handle. Holy hell, that was just great decision on Netflix's team. Anyways, Francesca Farago, it's kind of a funny story. She grew up in the neighborhood across from me. She lived next to my best friend from high school. So I do know her family and her a little bit. I mean, we've met a few times. I'm not going to go as far as saying we're friends. I know her. We keep in touch. But I definitely would love to have her on the show to talk about that whole too hot to handle experience, to talk about how she went from 350K to almost 4 million organically. That's crazy. We got to get into that. Who votes that I have Francesca Farago on the show? All in favor, say aye. Yep, 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 yep. Sounds about right. Okay, so before I get into the topic of emotional vocabulary and just talking about how we should say what we feel, something I struggle with, I have to tell you guys about this horrendous first date I had. I don't know if I'm being very judgmental, but I am not going to hold back as I tell this story because it's too much. It's too good. And you're going to laugh at my expense. So essentially, last week I went on a date 
on a patio of a restaurant that I really enjoy with this guy who I did not so much enjoy. So we had matched on Bumble, I think it was. And the first red flag was he did only have one photo on his profile. So that is definitely my bad, but clearly it was enough for me to swipe right. And then we began texting. The conversation was whatever. He asked me to go for drinks. He made the reservation, the one thing he did right. And flash forward to the evening of the date. This was Thursday. Reservation was for 8.30. So naturally, I got home from work, 7.30. I'm scrambling to get ready. And finally, I'm in the car. It's 8.35. I'll be there in five minutes. And I message him and I go, I'm on my way. Me just being naturally seven minutes to nine minutes late on a first date. I think that's fine. I'm a very punctual person on any given day with any person. But I feel like on a first date, I usually do show up five to ten minutes late just so I'm not sitting there first. That's just my preference. So then I receive a response from him at, I believe, 838, but who's counting? And he goes, I'll be there in ten And I'm like, oh, no. Now, if I was actually there for 830, he would have been 20 minutes late, which is a huge no-no. And he didn't even say, like, sorry, I'm running behind. Be there in 10. It was like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I know everyone reads text differently. That's how I interpreted this. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a peasant. I have to go sit at the restaurant alone. Just me being so dramatic, extra, and unnecessary. They're still sanitizing the table, you know, 2020. And I'm standing outside, and I'm like, I literally don't even know what I'm looking for. And might I add, I did ask the evening before, like, do you have IG? You know, I just wanted to get a better sense of what this man looked like. And he was like, I don't have IG, but I have Snapchat. Second red flag. And it's also like I couldn't say to him, send me a selfie on Snapchat. So I really was only working from this one photo that was kind of a front side angle. So flash forward to date night. I am on the sidewalk (laughs) waiting for my table to be sanitized. And I'm kind of just looking around to see if he is going to appear. Turns out he did not appear while I was outside. I went to go sit at the table, had such a little cutie server. Him and I were bonding. He should have just been on the date with me. And then the guy shows up, he who shall not be named. And I stand up to greet him when he gets to the table like the polite young lady I am. And the first thing he says to me is, sorry, I'm wearing a hat. I couldn't get a haircut. And I'm like, you can sit down. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. But I was like, oh, my God, don't worry. It must be so hard to get a haircut right now. Slash we made this date five days ago. Could you not have scrambled to get a haircut or do it yourself? I don't know. But he doesn't have a job right now. Like he's starting this position in finance in September. So he literally is doing nothing. Anyways, besides the point, honestly, had he not said, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm wearing a hat like I wouldn't have cared as much. Let's be honest with ourselves. So then we sit down, we order a glass of wine each, you know, we're easing into it. And this man is so soft spoken, you all like 
First of all, I'm deaf. Anyone who knows me knows I listen to everything at like plus 30 volume. And by the end of this date, I became a professional lip reader. Like I literally was staring at his lips, trying to make out the words. Like the second I looked away at my drink or anything else, I would miss what he said. Like he was whispering. And it's not like I can say, speak up. You know, like I'm not in a presentation here. So not only can I not hear what he's saying, I don't even want to hear what he's saying. Like this was such a low, no substance conversation. I was kind of pulling teeth, not going to lie. And then he like somehow, of course, the election came up, the American election. And I had said like, oh, what are your thoughts on Trump's re-election or do you think Biden will take it away and he was like what do you think I'm like oh you're so insightful cutting him some slack we order a bottle I cannot believe I lasted as long as I did guys and then probably an hour into the date he goes so do you want to chill after and smoke a blunt not once throughout the date did I say oh I smoke weed I like weed Oh, I like tobacco. You know, like I never alluded to that in any way. And I said, no, I'm good. Like you do you. I was kind of caught off guard. I was like, oh, wow. And then flash forward, boring, boring, boring. And then he goes, so are you sure you don't want to smoke that blunt? (laughs) And I'm like, I've never been more sure of anything in my life. (laughs) So I look at him and I'm like, oh, no, I'm sure. (laughs) drinks directly from bottle (laughs) guys I was literally like I can't and just for the sake of sparing our time on this podcast basically flash forward more boring conversation 1130 rolls around again cannot believe I made it as long as I did and the patio is fully clearing out you know everything's closing earlier because of COVID in Toronto and the waiter comes over And he goes, can I get you anything else? No, I'm great. Thank you. He goes, I'll have a latte. uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean? You want a hot cup of milk after we just drank a full bottle of wine and it's 1130 and the patio is empty and I literally don't want to be in your presence for any longer. (sighs) So he gets his latte and then I'm literally infuriated. (laughs) I'm kidding. I really keep my cool in real life. Just so you know, I'm not a psychotic human. I mean, I am a little bit, but behind closed doors and on the mic, apparently. So then the best or worst part of all is the server comes back with the bill. I told you the server and me were homies. He puts the bill in front of my hot date and he's like, whenever you're ready, aka, can you pay now? And he walks away. And then I see the man looking at the bill and he looks kind of uncomfy with it. One bottle of wine, two glasses of wine. Oh, and his latte, which was definitely a necessity. And I look at him and I go, let me split it with you out of pure politeness. And I know don't say what you don't mean, but in any other situation, no guy is like, oh, yeah, give me your visa. Let me take that. So let me split it with you. Kind of looking away, kind of not. He goes, are you sure? (laughs) Guys, in that moment, I literally took out my phone and started answering all my messages. Um, 
because I was like, oh, no, I gave you way too much of my energy and time. And you know what? That's the fun of dating. So really happy that we got that out of the way. That was my first date back from COVID with someone that I didn't know. So that was super interesting, to say the least. That's one polite way of putting it, Pilar. Anyways, I just had to share it because it's such a great laugh for you. And I love hearing first date stories, good and bad. So let me know in the DMs at P Adams, P-E-E-A-D-A-M-S. Maybe I'll even share your date story if it's tragic or if it's beautifully tragic. I would love to hear it. Okay, so now I do want to get into the episode. Again, we're already almost halfway through, so... Basically, probably in April, I listened to Pretty Big Deal podcast with Ashley Graham, and she had Jay Shetty on, S-H-E-T-T-Y. You should look him up. I don't need to give you his bio, but basically, he did this really great bit throughout that episode, and it was basically about discrediting your feelings. And I always say that to people. Don't discredit your feels. Like, they'll say something that is very irritating to them, and they go, it's fine. I'm like, well, no, it's not fine. And it's like, we actually don't even understand how we truly are feeling about a situation because we're so programmed to just package it up and pretend that we are living our best lives. Ladies, gentlemen, they, them, we all know we are not living our best lives some days. Some days we have great days and some days we have really hellish days, speaking from experience. So he made the really great daily analogy of when you ask someone, how are you? And they go, oh, I'm good. You? And it's like, What does that even mean? And it's like that person could have had the shittiest morning ever. And then simply out of programmed responses, they are so quick to respond and say, I'm good. Or it's okay, you. And the other person, if they care, they'll be like, oh, just okay. And then that person's usually like, oh, it's a long story. Like, don't worry about it. Let's get into our meeting. Let's do this, whatever. And I'm not saying go tell everyone your life story. Like, let's calm down. But I think it is important to have those people in your life who understand you. And that's what Jay Shetty was saying. He referred to it as a base level emotion. And he got that from a Harvard study. Clearly, we all love Harvard around here because that's what we're referencing And essentially, that made so much sense to me. That clicked with me because I am a person who really guards my feelings. I like to be the tough girl, you know? Nothing can faze me. When in reality, I'm a cancer. So Lord knows that I am a very sensitive person. I take things very personally, even when it does not show. And I'm so thankful to have those people in my life who I say, you get me. And I can be totally unapologetically myself. And it's like, I just want you to think the next time you're even with a friend and they're like, how are you doing? How was your day? I know you had this roadblock. How are you feeling about it? And before you just go saying it's fine, another day, not another dollar (laughs) or it happened yesterday. I'm moving on. And you know what? It's great to have that positive outlook for new beginnings and We can't change the past and all of these things that we hear. 
But let's be real. We don't believe that. Like if something horrible happened to me yesterday, I'm obviously still affected by it the next day, right? So the main points that he makes is we don't actually understand how we feel. Because if we're like, oh, I'm angry with you. It's like, are you offended? Are you irritated? Did something trigger you? Is there a reason you're being defensive about this topic of cheating? Did it happen to you in the past? Right? And it's like, if you can't actually articulate to yourself, going back to saying shit out loud, what you're dealing with, then you can't articulate to a friend what you're dealing with. And he goes on to say the biggest takeaway of feeling understood is such an important part of self-care. Feeling understood is something we don't see included in those Instagram photos of our R&R mask, our journal, our candle, our lip mask, you know. (laughs) I don't even know how you would photograph feeling understood. It's not something I'm familiar with. Anyways, I just really thought that this was so applicable. Like this was something I saw in April. And then the past month has been really hard on a lot of people in my life. And I'm like, how can I help you? Like, I'll say, let me take this off your plate or let me come by with this. We don't even need to talk, you know, like certain gestures like that, where it's like, instead of saying, oh, if there's anything that you need, let me know. That person is most likely not going to say to you, hey, can you bring over a baked lasagna tonight? (laughs) Well, they're not saying that to me either because I really am shit at cooking. But honestly, the same goes for you. If you're feeling on edge, if you're feeling misunderstood, then reach out to the people in your life. Like the people in your life love you and care about you. And if they don't want to be there for you, if they don't want to try to understand you, then what's the point of just going through these motions day in and day out? And I'll leave you with this. I saw a TikTok. TikTok is seriously becoming a resource. Like the other day I saw the founder of Jisoo, G-I-S-O-U, do this thing with her hair where she had a fresh sock. It looked very clean and crisp. And she basically put it, on top of her hair and was wrapping pieces around it, let it sit for three hours, and then it came out with, like, the most beautiful waves ever. Her hair was wet. I recommend you look it up because I'm going to try that look this weekend, and I'll share progress via IG. Anyway, so back to my point of the TikTok. There was this woman who recorded a little sound bit about how Us as humans want things to last forever. And it's so damn true. Like even growing up, you think this is my BFF EAEA, like best friend forever and ever and ever, you know, like and in relationships, you want it to last forever. And it's like sometimes things are meant to just be moments and adventures. And I think that's so important because When we are in the present with someone, we're always thinking about the future. And that's something I've been trying to do more of, live in the present, be present. And that's also why it's so important to understand how you're feeling and to tell the people around how you're actually feeling. Because eventually it becomes a colossal piece of chewing gum, right? Like you keep adding to it and it just gets bigger and stickier and more messy, And that's the same for life. 
Okay. So I am here as your TEDx speaker. Really thrilled about it. My topics seem to be getting really motivational. I promise I'm going to mix in some more ratchet date stuff. I have a really great story. Well, great is definitely not the word I used back then, but I have a really juicy story about a long distance connection that really took a turn. And I'm going to share it either next episode or the following one. Do you hear how horrible my voice is? Guys, I think that is a wrap. Please rate this podcast. It would mean the world to me. Five stars or nada, baby. And follow me on Spotify if that is your preferred platform. I'm so excited to see you in two weeks. And by see you, I mean for you to hear this. Thank you so much for listening to another ep of Get With The Program. You can find me on the gram at P. Adams, P-E-E-A-D-A-M-S. And you know what to do. Rate the pod five stars or bust. (laughs) I'm out.